0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Team Malicious Podcast. Ashley here. I'm so grateful for those of you who have been tuning into the podcast the last couple of weeks, tuning into our branding series where I'm talking about. All the myths and misconceptions when it comes to branding for small businesses, if you are a small business, if you have a side hustle, if you sell something, whether that's a product or a service, my friend, you have a brand and you want to protect it, you want to grow it, build it, and you want to scale it eventually. You want to get that brand to be something that maybe you can either sell in the future, or you can get other people to be uh, representatives of. There's so many opportunities for your business, regardless of what industry that you're in. And I'm here to tell you that no matter how small your company is, no matter where you're located, or how many people you have in your business, you, my friend, can do it. And what's better than that is that I'm here to help you. And I have gone through my ups and downs when it comes to branding and marketing my business, whether that was when I first started doing makeup and I transitioned from being a freelance artist to working in a salon. Um, And then eventually I got to the point where I was also offering waxing eyebrow services. Eventually I I changed again to lash extensions, facials and lash lifts. And over the years, over the, my about a decade in the industry, I have transitioned my business so many times, not only what services that I'm offering has changed, but also where my business was located, what type of people I was targeting, what type of um, price points I was offering my services and products at. I eventually started selling uh, strip lashes and other makeup tools, skincare products, Now our business is predominantly we offer educational services like teaching people how to do LASH trainings. We teach LASH trainings in our academy in Southern California every month. And we travel occasionally to teach group classes all around the country. We also have a e-commerce business. We sell lash supplies online. We also have a brick and mortar where we sell lash supplies in person. So as you can imagine, the branding for all these different businesses and the marketing tactics, the target audience, like we spoke about in the last few episodes, is going to be a little different for every single um. If basically, every single business that I have is marketed to someone else. Then I have my business coaching business where I teach people how to scale. I teach them how to attract more clients, how to raise their prices, when's a good time, how to have uncomfortable conversations. These are all things that we're not born with, skill sets that we were not just brought into the world with. And I teach you how to use them in a way that you maintain your income but you develop boundaries within your business so that you can build the business of your dreams. Um, this is something that I'm very passionate about because like I said, we're not born with this. And if you're like me and you come from a minority background, more than likely uh, the people in your family do not have the resources to be able to offer you the, this type of help either. They're probably really nice and friendly and, and, and tell you, keep working hard and, you know, do promo deals and you'll get customers or you know just get really good and and post pictures on Instagram and that's how you'll get customers and that's that's really sweet advice but the reality is it takes so much more than that. So if you haven't tuned into the last couple episodes where I'm talking about the misconceptions and myths and the big mistakes that people make when it comes to branding, definitely go and check those out. Branding is everything when it comes to getting your business out there. There is no marketing without branding. So Um, no good marketing without a clear brand identity. And that's just something that you have to nail. If you have already been in business for a little bit and you're, you know, you're bringing in a little bit of money, but it's not as fluent as you'd like. It's not coming into your pocket. Naturally, the clients are not reaching out to you. You're doing, it's a little bit more of you reaching out to them and you doing a lot of promos more than likely. You need to clean up that marketing strategy And there is an easy way to do it. And I'm going to really quickly explain to you about what that is. If you want people to come to you and you want them to come to you um, consistently, you want people to see you as the person that they have to go to, you want to be seen as that irresistible service provider or product retailer, whatever business you're in. That the way to get people coming to you consistently is to be seen as the go-to person. You need to let people know that you are the expert in your field and that you know what you're talking about. Even if you're not the best of the best at it, even if you um, haven't been doing it for 10, 15, 20 years, even if there's people in your area that have been doing it much longer and maybe even do a better job at it, you can still have a consistent flow of customers and clients. If you represent yourself, you brand yourself, right? If you brand your business as the, the basically the go to person for whatever reason and you figure out what strengths you have, where um, your business differs from others, that makes you the person that they need to go to. You're the one who tells them that they don't just come up with that on their own. People don't just magically see your your logo and go, oh, yep, that's the one. No, it's the way you brand yourself. And I know that that can be intimidating because a lot of people have been listening to the podcast and reaching out to me and saying, hey... I know that I need to be marketing myself as the, the expert, but I have these, you know, this imposter syndrome, if you will, these ideas in my mind that are telling me like, I'm, I just can't, I'm nervous. I'm scared. These are the common things I'm hearing. I'm nervous about what people will think. I'm scared of what people will say. Um, I have no idea what's on the other side of that marketing strategy of being seen as the expert. I get it because inside your mind, you may not even believe that you're an expert but all it takes to be in a position to help someone would be to be one step ahead of them to help somebody get to where you are. All you have to do is be there, right? You don't actually have to be the best facialist in all of your County to be able to help get someone results, right? You can help them walk through a daily regimen after going, attending beauty school and, you know, learning about skincare you can help somebody have wonderful lashes or amazing eyebrows after taking a course. It doesn't mean that you need to know everything. You don't need to be a lash guru to offer an amazing service and a wonderful transformation for that client. So just kind of keep that in mind. what this really all comes down to is confidence and at the elevate your brand workshop that I'm hosting in Ventura, California in September this year, 2022, Um, We are going to be diving into that. All the speakers that will be uh, presenting at the event will be talking about their way, their suggestions on how to do that. They're going to be diving really, really deep into not only why you should set yourself up and brand yourself as the expert, the go-to person, but how that, and and not not just why, like the important reasons, but they're also going to explain how to do it. And that's going to be by way of how do you show up on social media? They're going to talk about how to set up your website. They're going to talk about which websites are good, which ones aren't. Um, which ones are going to get you at the top of the Google pages, which is obviously anytime you go on Google and you search something up and the, you you usually pick someone from the first page, right? Because you figure in your mind, if they're on the first page, people must be buying their stuff. People must be searching them up. So they're clearly popular for a reason. I'm going to go with them, right? Um, we're going to talk about how to get social proof, meaning how to get p- other people who you have worked with or you have, practiced with or whatever the case may be, um, to give you testimonials in a way that doesn't feel icky. Um, doesn't feel, you know, like you're begging, like you're, you know, you're panhandling for compliments. There's a system to getting people to talk about you so that you don't have to do all the footwork. We're going to have, um, Paul and Tussany from Lashcast Podcast presenting on pricing. This is so important. Pricing yourself too low Or too high can be very bad for your business. There's a way, there's a formula for figuring out exactly how much you should charge for your products and services. And moreover, how to um, effectively communicate that with your audience, the people that could potentially be paying customers or clients. And not only that, but when, because you know, With inflation and all these other things going on in the economy, you have to raise your prices. Whether you sell products or services, you should be raising your prices on a regular basis, and they're going to teach you how to do that from start to finish. So um, there are so many other things that you're going to gain from attending the Elevate Your Brand workshop. This is an in-person workshop. This is not going to be recorded. Um, At this time, we really want to keep it intimate, and we want to make sure that we spend a lot of time answering the questions of the attendees. It's going to be a small workshop. It's not going to be 200 people. Only a couple dozen people will be allowed at this event. So if you're interested, I will put the link to um, purchase your ticket in the show notes. This is an all-day event at a beach resort. So it's, um, it's a wonderful location. You're going to love it, Southern California. And um, I, I really hope to see you guys there. If you're listening to the last couple episodes, you clearly need help with your branding. And I want to help you. All the speakers that will be presenting at Elevate Your Brand in September have built incredibly lucrative, successful businesses. Several of them are millionaires or have developed single, you know, single-handedly, really million-dollar companies, whether that means a salon or a training business or uh, product lines, um, events, so these people have experience working with celebrities. They work with um, regular Joe Schmoes um, like myself. These are not just um, popular TikTok influencers. Although Hakim will be there, my husband, the Lash Puppy, will be there also. But that's not who we're dealing with here. We're talking about the best of the best when it comes to business building, marketing, branding. So I hope to see you guys there. Um, That's enough about Elevate Your Brand, but I just wanted to put that out there because if you're struggling with this, like you definitely got to go. Now, really quick, uh, I'm going to jump back and transition back into the topic of this podcast, which is how to get over your fears of branding because your, your fears associated with branding yourself, your fears associated with seeing yourself as a brand, the fact that you're afraid to admit that you're a brand, the fact that you... Um, hold yourself back in reference to seeing yourself as a brand has everything to do with not having what I call a millionaire mindset. Now, are all of us going to be millionaires? I don't know, right? If you want to, you can, it's out there, but you don't have to have a, you don't have to um, really actually aspire to bring in seven figures if you don't want to, but having a millionaire mindset is if nothing else going to help you continue to love your job appreciate your clients, and just look forward to every single day in your business. But more than likely, it's also going to help you make a lot more money. Mindset is so much to do with the success and the longevity of your business, um, as well as the rate of acceleration in your business. You need to learn that the thoughts in your mind that are telling you that I can't show up this way or I can't speak this way or I can't attend that event because that's just for, you know, so-and-so and that's not for me. I'm not that person. That is all in your head. Those are what do we call limiting beliefs. We dive really deep into this in my coaching program. I have a 90-day coaching program where I help people grow their business and learn all the tools to market and sell their products and services we talk about limiting beliefs for pretty much the first entire month because it's huge. Your mindset has so much to do with what's holding you back. Your mind is a powerful thing and you need to learn to do the three things. One, you need to learn how to not take things personal. Learning to to accept that not everything is meant to hurt you. Some things are meant to help you grow. Some things are meant to help you learn. Some people are meant to help you adapt. And some situations are meant to teach you something. The point is, it's not hard times are going to come in life. Shitty people, bad attitudes, um, setbacks. Those are all not personal. No one is worried about you know, really trying to take their energy out. If you're not bothering anyone and you're just doing your thing and you're not hurting anyone, there is no one out there that is just sitting around like, Oh, I'm going to take her down because she's growing. No, I'm not saying they don't envy you. I'm not saying they're not jealous. And I'm not saying they don't talk trash about you behind your back. And maybe they even deep down wish you wouldn't keep doing so well, but they have families to feed. They have bills to pay. They have hormones they got to regulate. They are hungry and they are tired. So they're not dedicating their life to bringing you down. Uh, whoever they are in your world, you have someone in your world that you feel is like the devil or the enemy in your, in your world. That's not what they're doing. Okay. Get that through your head. It's not personal. It's about them. Even when it comes to just random things, spontaneous, you get in a car accident. Um, this is coming from firsthand. I'm still dealing with it. I just had an invasive procedure done today to help me hopefully get some relief. Um, that car accident wasn't personal. Like I didn't know me. Did it throw me off of my game and have I had to make a lot of sacrifices in the last four months since getting in that car accident? Yes. I have been through a lot in the last four months and I'm in a lot of pain, um, going on five months and a couple weeks since I got in a really bad car accident in Texas. Uh, but that wasn't personal. The guy just wasn't paying attention. He was just a jerk off who was probably thinking about what he was going to eat for dinner tonight or something. Um, but it's caused me to grow. It's caused me to adapt. I've had to learn how to give myself grace. And it's taught me that, you know, there are seasons for everything. And I need to be okay with taking a step back in some ways. The point is that even something that has nothing to do with like a jealous or a hater or whatever you want to call it, the things that you're probably so concerned about, that even those things, um, they're not personal. And that's just so important. If you can understand that nothing is personal, you will go a lot further. Because when you think that everything's about you, like they're making it about you and it's personal and they hate you or, oh, see, this is bound to happen. Someone has an evil eye out for me. Someone's doing brujería on me. When you think things like that, you just bring more negativity towards yourself and you're focusing more on why, why me, poor me, that you're not taking that same energy and using it in growing your business. So that's the first one. If you get out of that mindset that poor me and everyone's against me, You're going to be able to spend your energy and time on growing your business, which means you're not going to be worried about what people think about what you post. You're not going to be worried about what people think about the color scheme that you chose for your business or attending events. You're going to know that this is what it takes growing, meeting new people, learning from different people is what it takes to grow my business. And you're just going to do whatever it takes. You're not going to think, oh, well, now is not the time. You're going to know that, hey, there's a reason this was brought to me. I'm going to do this. makes sense. That's the first thing that you need to do to get over that, that limiting belief that that branding is for big companies and not you. You are a big company. Your company is a big freaking deal. Okay. The second thing that you want to do is really focus on learning from other people's mistakes. This is what all majorly successful people do. They don't go through the trial and error on their own. Learn from other people's mistakes. You need to be the smallest fish in the room, like 90% of the time. I think the common mistake that I see small kind of growing businesses make is that once they get a little bit of traction and they start, you know, making a bit of a splash, they start um, really enjoying that kind of um, back padding situation. They like the clout. I guess you could say they enjoy like, oh, I have 10,000 followers now. I'm so cool. And so they really enjoy being like the head honcho of their, their social groups. And so they really stop putting themselves in positions where they're not the big fish. And they're, they, this is what that does is they basically are, you're setting yourself up for failure in the long run. I know you've probably heard the cheesy saying that show me your, you know, 10 nearest people or five nearest friends and I'll show you your future, or um you you birds of a feather flock together, whatever. There's that, but there's like there's more to it than that. Even more than that. When you are so busy hanging out with people who haven't accomplished the things that you've accomplished, when you're so busy like comparing yourself to to your friends, like, well, I make more of the money than my cousins and my friends and blah blah blah, you are basically putting yourself in the front line of the war that is life and that is business journey. So you have to understand that you will never be able, they will never be able to help you and any issues that you might have. And you'll be basically putting yourself in a corner because you won't be able to turn to them for anything. And that is not what's going to help you grow. You, in order to grow, you're going to have down times. And you're going to have up times. When you're, when you're feeling down, you need to have people that are ahead of you to pull you up when you're when and when you're high on life and you're everything is going great and business is going great that is the best time to yes expose that high and expose the things you've learned to people that are quote behind you right of course I'm not saying that you can never hang out with your old friends who are still kind of stuck in their rut duh you should be lifting them up as well but you need to develop a network of people who can help you learn from their mistakes because you are going to have ups and you're going to have downs. But most importantly, during your downs, you need to talk to, you need to be exposed to those people who can lift you back up. But people who are quote beneath you behind you are not going to be able to lift you up in the way that you need because they don't know what you need. They've never been there. It's not that they don't care. It's not that uh, they're not strong enough. It, it's none of that. It's nothing negative about them. It's all about the fact that they don't have the tools, the resources, the wisdom necessary to help you avoid uh, further mistakes and issues. So surround yourself with people who are going to lift you up and be like, yeah, you know, that's you. You know, you got this. That's what you need. Um, And that is going to help you reframe your mindset when it comes to what you're capable of and what is acceptable from you for your business. Because people who have been there and have built successful companies and million dollar brands are going to tell you that they started from somewhere. And at one point, no one knew they existed. They started in their kitchen. They started in their garage. Some of the greatest stories like Amazon started in their garage, right? Um, There's huge companies started out just doing something they love for a couple family and friends. And then it grew from there. So think about that. All the big brands that, you know, probably started from very humble beginnings. So just having people around you that remember what it was like working out of their garage or, you know, having to find, you know, starting doing podcast episodes at 11 o'clock at night, like I do, because I need to wait till my kids are asleep and it's quiet in the house they will be the ones to be like, yes, start that podcast. Yes. Start from your phone, record from your phone if you have to, but you're not going to get that from your friends who maybe only listen to, um, some huge podcast that now has like a giant production company and a big warehouse and all this stuff. And be like, Oh girl, don't even waste your time because you don't have that. Right. So that's the second tip I have for you to build a millionaire mindset and to get out of that those limiting beliefs um, of the fact that you're a small business, so you shouldn't worry about branding. The last one kind of ties into um, both the first and the second one. But the last tip I have for you to build a millionaire mindset and abolish that fear that you are not worthy of working on your brand is that it is about them and not you. So your branding, your marketing, your company, your experience, everything that you offer is all about them and not you. This is probably, I know I mentioned this in the last, um, in the last podcast, I talk about how, um, you know, prioritizing their desires is important. And a lot of people prioritize their preference. They do what they think that their customers would like, and they don't actually do the research, but that I can't tell you how much. Understanding that, believing that, and grasping that concept that it's about them and not you is the number one thing. I I, I can't stress how much um, sales is dependent upon service. If you are servicing your customers, your clients or your potential customers and clients, which probably are like your audience, your followers, your family, your friends, if you're serving them with education, knowledge, if you're explaining why your service will benefit their life. If you're breaking down uh, your processes so you can show how amazing you are at what you do or why they should buy this product from you because you source it from, you know, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. You focus on quality, focus on cleanliness, sanitation. Um, If you consistently talk about the amount of disinfection procedure that you do, I promise you over time, you will build that status, that relationship with them in a way that's going to make them repay you by um, paying you for your services. So remember that it's about them and not you. So the more that you take yourself out of the picture, the more that you focus on their desires, their deep wishes, and like what they need in their life over time, you will basically become addicted to doing that because you'll see the impact that it has. You're going to know like, oh, I have to show up online because if I don't, you know, Susie, who's struggling with yada yada is not going to get the information she needs. And you're just going to basically hold yourself accountable because you should care about your clients and your customers or your potential ones. You should give a crap about, um, bettering their life with your product or service. Because at any moment, if you're just worried about yourself and your feelings, your, your shallow insecurities, which we all have, if that's all you're worried about, then you're not going to have a successful business. And when you're taking things personal and you're trying to learn all the things on your own and not allowing yourself to be around other people who can help you, you're only thinking about yourself. And I know i talked about this before because my good friend Charles, um, told me this, that not showing up and not helping people is selfish. And so it doesn't matter the reasoning you think you're being selfless, but you're being so selfish by not offering your products and services to people in the event that you genuinely know that they can help people. If you know that people need your your product or your service and you're not telling them and screaming at the top of the roof that, hey, this is what you need and I can help you because you have this problem and I have the solution to it, then you are being selfish. And so again, it's about them, not you. If you truly grasp that and you truly believe that you will change your mindset on everything. You will stop being afraid. You'll know that I need to work on my branding because that's how I'm going to get my name out there. That's how I'm going to be able to market my business and I'll be able to change people's lives. So it should be, you should be heavy on the impact, not as heavy on the income. The income will come with the impact that you make. So those are my three main uh, tips on overcoming the fear and the limiting beliefs associated with branding and marketing your business. I really, really hope that you got something from this. I I know that mindset is almost everything when it comes to running a successful business. So I hope that those were super impactful. And if you want to learn how to do all those things specifically with strategies and systems in place, like I mentioned, come to the elevate your brand workshop in September. You won't regret it. Um, such an affordable price. I have paid triple quadruple for um, seminars that didn't even go at nearly as deep. They kind of just listed off some important things that you should do, but they don't actually explain how. In th- at Elevate Your Brand, we're going to teach you how to do each aspect of, the, uh, of developing a brand that is seen as the expert, the go-to. And I really want that for you guys. There are some tickets still left. As long as you're listening to this, um, in uh, July, there are still some tickets left. I will, like I said, I will link it in the show notes. And, um, if you are struggling with you know, paying and you're like, Hey, I just can't afford it right now. I really want to, but I have to fly there. And then I have to get a hotel. We do have some hotel rooms still at a discounted rate. So message me if you want the link to get a discounted rate, you can save a couple hundred bucks on the hotel. And also just DM me because you can also pay, we have partnered with a firm, so you can actually pay in monthly installments. So instead of paying the full price up front, you can actually break it down into four payments, which is awesome. There's no interest um, as long as you pay it within the four months. We really, really want you guys to come. And I have a special gifts for everyone attending. We have tons of sponsors that are giving away awesome, awesome prizes like trainings, coaching, gift cards, so much fun stuff that is going to be available Um, And it's my birthday guys. The event's actually on my birthday, September 25th, 2022. I'll be turning 31 and let's celebrate together. Okay. So I hope that you really enjoyed this and I will chat with you next time.